0: Everyone, welcome to Take 50. Also, happy birthday to a big famous listener of the pod, Mark Hamill. I don't think it's his 50th birthday, but (laughs) we're going to say so for this episode. Um, We've got a big lineup today. We've got a a lot of things planned. We've got two big announcements that we cannot wait to share with you guys, and we're going to need a lot of your help and support to get these things running, followed by the big announcements. We had ton of new trailers come out that we weren't expecting to come out but we're super glad that they did and some big movie news that we'll run over super quick before we get into our triple header today we got hustlers bam we got rambo last blood and it all off we're talking about ad astra we're talking brad pitt we're talking space we're talking i don't think there's any air in space just a big vacuum so we're talking all that but without any further ado who we got Mm -hmm. on the other line we got oh
1: my gosh, I'm ready. I'm geared up. This is take 50, everybody. And first and foremost, to start it off, I know you wish a happy birthday to Mark hamill but today is September 25th, and there is no greater birthday than Halo 3.: No way. 2007, it was born it came out, it was released. I was in my game room for months, gained 80 pounds. Yes, <laughs> folks. We're talking sweet film talk, and we're talking sweet video game talk. Halo 3. best. Video game ever made. So I just want to.
0: Master Chief.
1: Yeah. I I just want to let everybody know that that's the real birthday. Like Mark Hamill, great. But the real champion is Master Chief and Halo 3 and the classic Halo 3 nights. I mean, we had a great Halo 3 night last year for your bachelor party, and it was
0: an absolute ride. It really was. I (laughs) I couldn't. So many screens, so many be- – everyone was so eloquent that night, too. Lots of great discussions, lots of great words. It was great. Great overall night, oh, 10 was, out of 10. It was, oh, yeah. It was so much testosterone, BO, <laughs> pizza. <laughs> those pizza sweats, man. I don't think – <laughs> you can't get anything like those pizza sweats.
1: No, you can't. So it was a great night. And also, I wanted to start this off of, the, of this sweet take 50 here. About a week? No, now is two weeks now. Two weeks ago, I was on Twitter, just scrolling through, just you know, checking the checking the TL, the timeline, and all of a sudden, I see this tweet regarding top movie film top movie podcasts, and I think, no way. So I click it, and I'm scrolling. I see, you know, the Sweet Film Talk is unfortunately not there. So I email uh, the people there at Ranker, and I say, hey. I would love to submit Sweet Film Talk in there. And they get back to me immediately within hours. And I said, okay, we'll add it in. Thank you for their feedback. And then a few days later, I totally forgot about it. Kamiko, you text me and you are freaking out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I take over from here? Yeah, you got to take I, over. Oh my gosh. So I'm just like curious, you know, I'm just because this is our baby. You know, Sweet so Film you, Talk is how our did, baby. How did you see it? I just googled it. I just googled best video, best movie podcasts, and I google it, and I see that we are number four. We are number four, and this was at the time that I checked last week. Of, gosh, I'm going to show you how many we've got here. Of 25 movie podcasts, and we were behind uh, Light Camera Barstool, which is you know the top one by far. The Weekly Planet, which has great content, and how did this get made? So. I immediately text Tanner and sent out a tweet on the Sweet Film Talk Twitter saying, go upvote us. Make sure that we keep climbing. And now we are number three. We are the third highest film podcast on Ranker.com. So what we need from you guys is in the bio, in the description of this episode, we're going to include the link. All you got to do is click the up button. Do not confuse it for the down button. They're very, very different. Very different. The up button up vote us so we, i don't know maybe we get to number two even number one the wow. little guys support the little yes. guys yes
1: we're all about the little guys here so that was
0: super super funny you know we're, we're, we're
1: starting to tread in the water a little bit it's getting deeper
0: it's i couldn't sleep it i was i was so happy i i ser- and i i, 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 like call, three times I called i called
1: you immediately and we just started laughing we didn't even talk for like about Geez, a minute. We were just straight laughing. That was hilarious.
0: You couldn't believe it. So, again, upvote us. We want to keep climbing. We want to give you guys great content because take 50, 50 episodes in. We could not do it without your guys' support. We are so grateful for everything that you guys do for us, sharing us by word of mouth through your friends, because that's how we've grown this podcast. We don't market it much, but you guys are what have really helped keep us going. Yeah. And we are
1: actually getting a new logo. I think we're gonna set on it for geez. Maybe next month we'll change it again. <laughs> Who knows? But Six we're months. always re- we are always rebranding and we are always ready. So that that is that's the update on the SFT and the Ranker. But I'm ready. I'm ready to talk some trailers and get into as we always say the nitty gritty.
0: we love it. We love our nitty gritty. That first trailer that we're gonna go over is the Frozen Two trailer because I don't know about you. I like Frozen. I'm that indifferent. Is- I, I think I think the songs are fine in it. I
1: prefer Eight Crazy Nights. <laughs> hey,
0: the Adam Sandler movie—that's a—that's a great tie-in to another trailer we're having today. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. You know, I I think Frozen Two—it's—it's just—it's a sequel. It's a money grab. It's a cash grab.
0: Oh my gosh. My yeah. nieces my nieces will go see it. They'll sing the new songs. Dude, they still have like toys for Frozen One. Frozen One came out six years ago. I wonder how much fly off like hot cakes.
1: I wonder how much they have grossed just from Elsa costumes for like Halloween, Anna, uh, you know Olaf, and just toys. You know, it, that it, that would be an interesting t- statistic to see because it's got to be crazy.
0: I, now, I, dude, I, <laughs> I, I don't even have a guess for you.
1: Yeah, I mean that's why they made Ray a, a dark Ray and last in the in Rise of Skywalker. They're just going to sell some action figures. I'll probably buy one just because. Put oh. it. Put it. Put on my dash of my car.
0: You got to support your. <laughs> you got to support the girl Daisy Ray. I got it. Her name's I got not it. even Daisy Ray. Daisy Ridley. Yeah, I told you. I, I told you
1: I would name my daughter Daisy Ray. I remember that.
0: That's and
1: it. I might. I might have to uh, pull through on that.
0: You guys so are to Record this right now. He said it. He'll do it. Oh
1: my gosh! Another trailer that I really liked was El Camino, <sighs> and. They didn't reveal too much. They mentioned that there were 11 uh, people dead on the scene where Jesse obviously fleed. Spoilers. And I was watching uh, an interview with Aaron Paul and uh, Vince Gilligan, the writer and director, creator of Breaking Bad, and he said that you don't have to necessarily see Breaking Bad to watch this movie, which I think is BS because it's about Jesse Pinkman. It's his story. It's the aftermath of everything that's happened. So if you've not seen Breaking Bad strap up you got roughly three weeks pump it out
0: it's it's gonna be worth every single it's gonna be worth every second i was i watched every episode live from the last season until it finished and that i i think it's the best finale ever made breaking bad season five last episode best finale ever
1: it's hard i'm i'm having a i'm I'm having a hard time disagree with you i think it it's phenomenal. I mean, it just ended so well. So I hope it ends, this movie ends Jesse's arc well. And I kind of almost hope he dies. Or he just, you know what I mean? So now. I hope it's a good ending for Jesse because I thought it was a fine ending for Jesse even when Breaking Bad ended. He just kind of rode off and he was, he was just laughing and crying just manically. He was just, he couldn't believe what just happened. So I'm really excited for El Camino. I think it's going to be a good film because it's by Vince Gilligan. I mean, the guy who did Breaking Bad. It's no one no one else is doing it. And I'm actually probably going to watch the last three to five episodes of the series just to get, you know,
0: get geared up. Smart. Get ready. Smart. Do you – I, I got to know. Do you think that Bryan Cranston will reprise his role as Walter White? Do you think he's dead? Do you think he's going to be back in it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's got to be dead. I mean, it, it alluded to that because he had cancer. I mean, he's just laying on the ground. It pans out. Uh, that shot overhead—it just makes sense. I will be frustrated if he's somehow still alive. There's no way. So if he does do his role, it would have to be a callback to a scene that didn't happen in Breaking Bad. I, I'm fine with that, hundred okay. percent fine. But if he's still alive, I will be annoyed, and I think a lot of Breaking Bad fans will be too because it was a it was a perfect send off. He set everything in stone. He allowed um, you know the money to go to his uh, kids as they grow older. And, you know, he freed Jesse. He got his revenge. So let let my boy Walter White be. Let him be in the ground.
0: Let, yeah, that's. Hopefully that's about as low as he goes. I hope, you know, I hope there's a good place out there waiting for the fictional character Walter Walter White. Because I care about him so much. As of,
1: as of now, I'm carrying his name every Halo 3 night, Walter White. So
0: I love that. <laughs> <Give> me, <laughs> Dude, uh, you know, El Camino is going to be great leading into... Another crime movie is the Uncut Gems, the follow-up to the Safdie brothers, 2017, Good Time. And they actually wrote this movie before Good Time. Oh, they wrote Good Time as just like Robert Pattinson had seen a picture that they took. And Robert Pattinson loved the framing and the message that this photo, they the Safdie brothers, took so much that he got in contact with them and said, yo, like I want to work with you guys. So they basically scrambled together— wrote good time, arguably Robert Pattinson's best movie he's made. He's fantastic in it. And this is the follow up with who I believe has the talent to be a best a best actor winner for the Oscar. Adam Sandler is the star of the uncut gems. Wow. Adrian
1: he's Ford. overdue. I mean I was I was thinking more Kevin, you know, Garnett for supporting
0: actor. <laughs> Give me Mike Francesa, dude i couldn't what a great (laughs) even travis scott is in it
1: you know i saw this trailer i had no idea that it was even coming out i just logged on twitter and lo and behold i was like what in the world and i I liked it yeah i had no idea this was coming out i must have just missed the tweet or just missed the window however adam sandler is just coming for the oscars and i hope he wins like him him or brad pitt for uh you know for once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But that was a more supporting role. This seems like a lead role. Definitely. I'm, I'm there for Uncut Gems. Looks interesting. And I haven't seen Good Time yet. I'll have to watch that leading up to it. Just so I can kind of get a taste
0: for the direction and the writing. Yeah. but from Good the, time. From the, trailer. the trailer looks good. Like, I, I have, you know. It, it already premiered at some film festivals. I believe it either premiered at TIFF or Venice. And it is sitting at a 95% of Rotten Tomatoes. Which, oh. which doesn't matter. Which doesn't matter. <laughs> we have and, discussed this yes and 88 percent on metacritic which it's got a it's got good ground behind it i am super hyped for this plus we all know this you, you see that logo a24 pop up and you get excited it grabs your attention because they make yeah. such unique movies
1: now speaking of which real quick just kind of going off track you're actually coming to town november 29th right
0: dude i'm gonna be there for thanksgiving baby
1: we might have to watch knives out might, might have to be the movie we see uh we'll, we'll just, figure, please we'll, we'll figure it out we'll figure out a good film just, to watch around thanksgiving
0: i'm there i'll bring a knife oh actually oh. i won't <laughs> no <laughs> Not yeah the no nope, plastic,
1: plastic knife it. yeah it's got to be knives out that's the one coming out so okay. uh you know as we already we've already discussed this i mean we have a whole take on this whole episode regarding our thoughts on Bad Dinosaur, a.k.a. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, one of the worst movies, in my opinion, last year that just yeah. flopped. I mean, you had, great t- you had great takes on this because it's, it's so true. It was like a horror movie. It was like a dinosaur movie. It was all of a sudden a clone movie.
0: Dude, I mean, we're getting attacked with the it, clones. Let's just, just think about this. The way that you got the dinosaurs to attack someone was by pointing a gun at them with a laser to show them where to attack. It, it, it just shoot them if yeah. you have a la- if you have a laser on your gun and you're pointing a lethal weapon at someone that's quicker just, and more obedient than a dinosaur just just yeah. kill them with the gun
1: uh, it's just the the entertainment of just seeing you know people getting shredded apart so True. a quick announcement about this quick news is lord dern sam neill and jeff goldblum are gonna uh you know be become in the spotlight again
0: they're they're Sam yeah, Neill special I haven't seen Sam Neill in much but they yeah, are the they
1: are reprising their role and they're going after it. They're just hitting the, the the nostalgia strings and it'll be interesting to see what happens.
0: I hope they get their kids back for it too. I think it'd yeah. be kind of cool.
1: Yeah, Chris, Kirsten Dunst, Mary Jane, let's throw her in there. No, she's not in. She wasn't in it. She's part. not in.
0: it. No, she's not yeah. in it. I, I don't I, know what the kids have been doing, but I can't imagine much. <laughs> so just like just like what they did for Glass, bring back Bruce Willis's son that played him in the first, you know, in Unbreakable. Bring him back. Bring the kids back. Bring the whole family back. Sure. Um, it's not going to make the movie any better, I don't think. But I'll go see it. I'm in.
1: Yeah. It won't be good. Eh, you know, I don't want to say it won't be good, but we we'll see. We'll see.
0: It, it's just give it, me I,
1: give me a, give me a Samuel L. Jackson. You know, have him come back from the dead. I don't know.
0: Oh, that's right, he wasn't. He wasn't Jurassic Park. Park. Newman, Newman. Bring oh, Newman. and
1: Newman. Oh my gosh! Too bad he, he he got he got rocked. He got so it. yeah, that's about it for movie news. Oh, there's a we saw on Twitter our beloved Jonah Hill.
0: I, as part of my favorite comedic scene in Forty Year Old Virgin, Uh he's in talk. I've heard to either be the Penguin or the Riddler. I would prefer the Riddler personally. Okay. In the new
1: Batman movie. I I, I could see him playing the Penguin.
0: I don't like how they keep throwing him into these, like, fat boy And he's not really fat anymore. He's he's,
1: he's within, you know, correct body range, correct body weight. So, and then Jeffrey Wright is uh, Commissioner Gordon. I'm fine with that. I think he's a fine actor. I I like that.
0: That's awesome. I think Commissioner Gordon is one of those characters that can be portrayed doesn't matter race anything yeah. like that. Yeah, it, I agree. It's I I I love it. I love it. I honestly with Jonah Hill, I think he would be an interesting Red Hood. But I don't think they're going to throw Red Hood into this movie, so mm. I think it'd be something to challenge him, you know, get in shape and the Red Hood co- animated movie by DC movies is really good. I, it's a great Batman story, so I thought that'd be interesting. But give me Night, happen. give me Nightwing, dude. Oh, we need that. We need something Robin-related in the movies. It's Robin been too long.
1: Movie. Yeah, that'd be awesome. There could be a lot, plenty of actors to you know take as that role.
0: As, as long as it's not that Titans TV show, give me, oh, give me a big geez. screen adaptation.
1: Yeah, yeah, we need it. We do. I mean, we don't need it, but we want it. Give it to us. Please.
0: The I, know you're, I, know you're <laughs> I know you're listening. I know you're listening. DC bigwigs, we know you guys are frequent listeners. Um, I, that wraps up the big movie news that we've had. There are little tidbits, but these are things we thought, okay, we got to get them out there. We got to let you guys know what's going on. Because leading into this, we have a big announcement for you guys. At the drop of this pod, we are debuting our Instagram page. We got our new logo. We're gonna interact with you guys. And as part of this giveaway, as part of this announcement, we're going to do a giveaway for starting tomorrow, September 26th, for two weeks. Everyone who follows the pod will automatically be enrolled into a contest where we will give you. Free movies. We don't know how much, but we'll give you free movies. We'll pay sure. for the movies, concessions. We'll just give you our Netflix guys subscription, so. you know. <laughs> we'll give you a Disney, maybe not Disney Plus. That's pre-order for that, that is out now, by the way. But Ooh. Sweet Film Talk, all one word, will be our Instagram handle. We will keep it up with movie news, with details about the pod, giveaways, all sorts of sweet movie morsels as well, which you've got a big one coming up in this episode too. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready for that.
1: Yeah, so give us a follow and uh you know, you you follow, all you just gotta do is hit a follow button. I mean, we won't be that annoying either on Sweet Film Talk. We won't be spammy. No We'll, we'll post we'll post, you know, throughout the week.
0: Yeah, I've I've got access to my wife's um yeah, Photoshop account via her student account. So Yeah, we won't <laughs> be
1: basic though. We'll keep it we'll keep it clean. We'll keep it straight. Give you guys the sweet movie morsels, as Pete's mentioned. Us. So uh yeah, look forward to that. And now Time to get into the reviews. I have some hot takes, especially at Astra. Now, I did not see Hustlers, so Keeks, you have the floor. I know you mentioned this last pod, so I'm excited to hear your thoughts about this film. Hustlers
0: is a movie about a group of strippers who, during the financial crisis of 2008, basically have to figure out how to make ends meet, how to make sure that they're getting the same cash flow coming in that they had before the crash and they did after, and it's very interesting to see Jennifer Lopez portray, like, the lead of this pack of girls with Constance Wu, who's awesome, um, and a few other Kiki Palmer's in it as well. She plays one of the dancers. This movie surprised me, man. Wow. I, I really good. enjoyed this movie. Best soundtrack I've heard in a movie. Wow. Maybe since Drive. It's, wow. it's fantastic. It's got all the club bangers that you remember from, like, your, you know— high school club scene days shouts it, out the that, complex it, the cplex <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that might be our first sponsor does it
0: play like a g6 like a g6 oh, you, know, no. you know that song it doesn't because it plays songs right. from like the years so oh, i think okay. it did no but like there's a cameo i'm gonna spoil this because it's been out for a few weeks usher Tell has a cameo it. wow it's it's just it's just so fun. The movie's great and what you'll notice is the trend between Hustlers, Rambo Last Blood and Ad Astra is the theme of family is very present. In this movie Constance Wu, you come to understand that she's kind of been neglected by her previous family. She is basically raised by her grandmother. Wow. So the story is you see Constance Wu working with Jennifer Lopez, Kiki Palmer and the other dancers trying to earn money and become successful and not have to depend on others. But the B story that you come to realize is that Constance Wu is looking for a mother figure. She's looking for someone that she can get the validation from and where she can feel like she's doing right by them. And that's Jennifer Lopez's character. And so J-Lo plays a great mother figure for Constance Wu, kind of pushing her, trying to get her to do her best, whether it's for doing good or doing bad. And my grade for Hustlers is a B. I wow. think if anyone, if it's still playing by you, if you've had interest in seeing it, go see it. It's it's a fun watch. Um, the second half of the second act does seem to get a little bit repetitive. They're in the same bar. And so it creates, op- it creates moments where you think, okay, the bartenders would notice this shady stuff going on. But sometimes you just got to suspend your disbelief. Yeah. On movies. Yeah. So.
1: Will, uh, we'll get to that later because I have some things I want to say about that as well. And I have some your for you.
0: Yeah. And so, I'm excited hmm. for that.
1: Awesome. Yeah, I, I, I'm always good for a good soundtrack. That really makes a movie as a good soundtrack or score. Even if it's not that great, you're like, wow, that actually lined up.
0: Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I'll have to go see it. Definitely.
1: Is, now, would it, we're, would it, last question. Would it make your top ten right now?
0: No. Would it, would it sneak in? No. Oh, okay. Just kind of outside? Yeah, it's it, it, well, I can tell you right now, it is at 14. So it's four spots outside. Okay. You know, top 15. Not bad. Yeah.
1: Wow. So I just got out of Rambo Last Blood. (laughs) I want to hit the gym. I want to sharpen my knives. And I want to just, no, I don't. This movie is awful. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I was not expecting that. The dialogue is so bad. I mean, this movie is only an hour and a half long. It's very short. Yes. The premise of this whole movie is John Rambo is telling uh, his niece not to go to Mexico to see her real father. She does. She gets in trouble. And now John Rambo is going to Mexico to save her. Saves her. And I want to give away spoilers because... It's pretty new. We will get into spoilers here We're later. We're going
0: to get into him. Yeah. But <laughs> okay. yeah, that was
1: basically the premise of the movie. And he's just on this revenge tour and he goes after it. Booby traps after booby traps. Blood. I mean, the last 20 minutes is an absolute bloodbath. I, I, I was laughing in the theater alone. And speaking of which, in the theater, it was just all middle-aged guys. <laughs> just... <laughs> just that a is- bunch of dudes that got off work. I got I saw it at like at 4:15 and they were loving it. I was loving it. And I'm going to give you my grade right now because I'm okay. feeling it. I'm in the rhythm. I'm going to give it a C. Okay. Just out of the
0: sheer fact of the last wow. 20 minutes. <laughs> but, it really does redeem the rest of the movie. I mean, it does. we if you take a look at First Blood, it's It's not so much an action. He only kills one person, and it's on accident. The whole movie revolves around him coming to grips with being a veteran, coming back from the Vietnam War, being ridiculed by people, not having a place to belong in his PTSD and a soldier and a veteran trying to come to grips with those changes. And so you get to see him change from this hardened criminal and go through that metamorphosis until the end of the movie when he's arrested. And – the theme just, I think after Rambo, I think after Rambo 2, it just gets thrown out the window. This one has little hints of his PTSD still existing, but yeah. it's just like sounds of guns. It's not even people getting killed. It's man,
1: man the Martinez brother, the last one is a Spanish version, Hispanic version of Jon Snow. John
0: Snow. <laughs> I- <laughs>
1: Ow, stop. <laughs> I could not believe the resemblance.
0: No, I couldn't either. I was, I was like, I was like, exactly like is
1: this Kit, is I was like, is this Kit Harrington with makeup on, or did they just make some adjustments? Like, wow, Seriously, his,
0: Mex- his Latino accent is on point. My yeah. goodness, is yeah. is he from Mexico or oh, from Latin fr- America?
1: And the friend Giselle might be my my least favorite character I've ever seen on screen <sighs> since. Jeez, oh, I don't even know. Oh,
0: what a horrible caricature of like a Latina woman too. Oh, oh my like,
1: gosh. Her, what she was wearing and I, uh, I was like come on so so that was that was super over the top however was, i will say like i said the last 20 minutes are i mean they could have shortened this
0: movie by 40 minutes this could have been just <laughs> they could have just slapped this on
1: netflix and been like he here's to, an hour
0: he goes to mexico way too many times to do three different things what well, he yeah. could have done his first trip um, and, and the and the very in the very first
1: instance i mean come on He just like goes in there and he gets rocked. I mean, that was that was stupid of him. Like, I I expect more out of my boy John Rambo. So I want to see the. I'm going to see the budget real quick.
0: That's great. Yeah, because I believe because I'm assuming the budget
1: was just everything on the last 20
0: minutes. Yeah, and and Sliced Alone, you know, getting him to come back. While you're looking that up, as part of my movie morsel, because as a sweet film talk. We want to not just review movies, but we want to help those who don't know much about movies understand the framework, um, understand a little bit about cinematography, editing, every aspect of film. And I've been reading a book called, oh, gosh, it's a screenwriting book. It's called uh, like how to save a cat or um, how to how to save the cat. I don't remember what it's called. I'll put it anyways. um, There are 15 points that you have for a movie. So I'm going to state the different points and using Rambo Last Blood so that you can imagine, okay, this is how a movie is framed. First, you have your opening image, which shows your main character. And that is John Rambo is living a quiet life, but he has these mines underneath his home and his ranch that kind of show, okay, he's ready for war. You know, he's ready for whatever might happen. Next. The theme will be stated. So in the first one to 10 pages of a script or the first like 10 to 15, 20 minutes of a movie, they will state what you're going to learn from the movie. And what is stated by Rambo might have been my favorite line is he's talking with Gabrielle and she says, you know, my father could change. You changed. And oh, he said, yeah. this and is And he says, I never changed. I just learned to keep a lid on it. <laughs> and I, in the middle of the theater i just died laughing that was, I was sitting good. on the back row and so after the theme you've got the setup that's pages one to ten first 15 20 minutes 30 minutes you get what's going to go on in the first act and that's rambo is taking care of this girl gabrielle who is not his and is protecting her like his family because he never got to have one mm-hmm after that, you got the catalyst, and that is the moment that changes and propels the plot to get taken into the next, the next act, and that is this daughter, or Gabrielle, finds out that her dad is alive and is living in Mexico. Following the debate, you get the break into two, which is the action that one of the characters takes to propel the story into the second act. So the break into two is Gabrielle leaves, and she goes to Mexico to find her dad. That's when we start the B story and the second act begins. So Gabrielle gets to Mexico, meets her dad, realizes he doesn't love her, love her never did. And she is captured by human tracker, traffickers. And you get what is followed by the fun and games. That's probably the middle first. That's the first part of the second act. Rambo tracks down where she is, takes matter into his own hands and tries to kill the traffickers. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. you get to the midpoint. Where Rambo is beaten and, like, left for dead. I got to ask you this, dude. What did you think of that stupid journalist character? You know,
1: she was just, I don't know. I didn't care for her. I mean, shout out her because, you know, good for her. She took care of Rambo and healed him. But she was just chilling.
0: Yeah, he didn't. Rambo doesn't really do much in this. He doesn't do much investigating. The only time he does, he he gets rocked. He gets absolutely rocked. Yeah,
1: geez, was he like what pulling out that collarbone on that guy initially? Sheesh. I, th- I think I don't
0: remember. Oh, it's bloody. I it don't know bloody. my
1: anatomy too well, but man, I, that looked like a collarbone that he was cranking out or a rib. I'm thinking. I of just the collarbone. know it shouldn't
0: have looked like that. No, yeah, I think it's that was not place. <laughs> and after the midpoint, the bad guys close in. And that is, you know, Rambo's being taken care of. The cartel notices that, oh, Rambo's related to this girl they have. So they start to torture her, drug her more. And um, Rambo eventually, during this point, rescues Gabrielle and is taking her back home. The point, all is lost, is the darkest point for our protagonist. And that is when, we're going to get into spoilers, the girl dies in his truck on his way there. Which... (laughs) yeah it, it, she dies and, and, that was, and that was super just like ah that that was just
1: so offbeat he was he was like talking and and hey i love you like you stay things awake my own. stay away and then oh flatline.
0: he says to, he tells her to stay awake and not fall asleep then he proceeds to tell this horribly boring story and bores her to death literally yeah she dies i
1: i that was a little okay yeah. But and then after that, I
0: was like, all right, here we go. Here we go. Third act. Perfect. And that brings us to the next point, which is Dark Knight of the Soul. Rambo mourns the loss of Gabrielle and, you know, prepares his house for the war for the all-out, you know, third act. And that's when we get the break into three when Rambo returns to Mexico, kills one of the cartel brothers, and they start to chase after him. And that's the finale. The finale is the last part of the movie where We've talked about the cartel goes to Rambo's house, so it's one versus what twenty inside of his minds and trying to t- trying to take down one man, and it's just carnage is the best way to put it.
1: Yeah. Oh. Oh. And what's super funny is at the end of this, they're rolling in what five car. And by the way, I love that breakdown. I love that. Thank you, Keeks. Yeah, see that's what Kimiko's here for. He's here for just the facts, bringing it in the humor, and I'm just I'm just piggybacking. I'm here. Just I love your trying. comments.
0: Who doesn't love the sweet TC's comments? Oh, Are you kidding?
1: Just the chemistry, you know. As as BDH put his review, we have more <laughs> chemistry than Walter White. Could not agree more.
0: I couldn't have what, asked for What a killed
1: review. me about the last act, roll. I mean, the last twenty minutes is there's about five cars rolling in deep. You gotta you gotta suspect there's roughly, you know, five. People in that car, and in each car, roughly. Yes, and so you know, you think you're thinking, okay, roughly twenty five, maybe twenty five to thirty people. You know, I mean, in the mines, it seemed like there was at least a hundred.
0: I was gonna say less. I thought there was like twelve. Really? They just kept coming
1: out. They kept coming everywhere. I counted. Yeah.
0: Maybe it's like one of those clown bands where they just kept calling up. Because it seemed like they were
1: coming in with like 20, 25 people in the cars and then in the tunnels, there was roughly like 40, it felt like. I don't know, maybe maybe they were spot on. I just thought there was more. But
0: man, some of those booby trap scenes, yeesh. Gosh, what what was the one that sticks out to you the most when you think about it? Uh, When when that hole and he just sticks the spear through
1: the hole and goes through that guy's head.
0: Gosh, behind it
1: like what oh, the oh. crap and then Rambo drops down and slices his foot and he's like oh! and then he <laughs> and he falls over and then he stabs and I was like oh shoot
0: I, that,
1: one was, that one
0: was executed pretty well like hats off Rambo that was good planning the one I loved was I don't know if it was like a pitchfork but a dude's just like walking and a pitchfork just like slices his face into six different parts and kills mm. him oh my gosh I, I just oh I don't do well with blood and so those parts just yeah and
1: yeah. then obviously at the end spoiler he rips out his heart he does it
0: yes wow
1: okay yeah. right and, the, and then we it, get the sunset scene and that's it
0: and that goes to the last point which is the final image so you see that Rambo has kind of like changed he, he really hasn't Like there's been no there's been no character development to Rambo he's still the same guy and he's just like wounded on his porch, and then you get a flashback of all the previous movies and yeah. it ends.
1: Yeah. Is he de- is this the last one? This has gotta be the last one. Dude, I So that's what's alone, dude. He is like
0: seventy-six. I, he looks great. He looks better than I do when he's seventy six. Oh 86.
1: yeah, he's jacked. Jeez, you know, he's money. You know, he's he could probably lift more than the rock, let's be real.
0: Oh, oh my <laughs> gosh. Um, dude, I I just what's gotta tell you this. I haven't heard your it's, grade. It's a C plus. Okay, fair. And like you said, the the third act redeems this movie completely. John Rant, there is no lesson to learn from this. There's no lesson to learn from this movie. You can't just, just
1: be be prepared. I yeah, don't know. revenge
0: is <laughs> the answer. Like, I listen to your elders. I don't know what it would be. It's just so it it's just gratuitous violence. That's all the yeah. last. Act oh,
1: hundred percent. So.
0: You gotta know what you're. You, I mean, you gotta know what you're going into with this too. If you if you don't love horrible cheesy action movies just don't go see it i'd say overall don't go see it it's i've changed my grade a lot i initially gave it a b but thinking more about it now nah, it's it's a c plus oh
1: 100 percent. but it's a good, a good fun like i will totally show this clip like the last 15 minutes to so some of my friends should be like sit down and watch this it's over the top it's hilarious yes so um moving on to our other review i don't have anything else to say about last blood i've nope. I've, I've said my piece
0: it deserves no more it deserves no more attention
1: yeah so
0: I'm, I'm excited for this last review Ad Astra.
1: OK, basically. and I'm excited as well to give you my take. So at Astra, I was looking really forward to this movie because, man, it was a dry spell since basically Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which came out, what, middle of July? Yeah, p- uh, Peanut Butter Falcon. Oh, yeah, Falcon. that's true. OK, OK. I forgot but about I that. I get what you
0: mean. Yeah, one yeah. that like really was like, yeah, Big.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would say Peanut Butter Falcon, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Those are like my two favorite movies. And those are like the last two good movies I've seen. So I was really looking forward to Ad Astra. Saw 100%. it on Thursday night. Okay. And we both did. Initially, this is so normally when I leave a theater, and I leave a movie and I walk out, I normally have my grade and I have my impressions of the movie, what I thought, what I liked, what I didn't like. And like I said, there's three main components to me liking a movie. One if I'm inspired, two, was I entertained? And three, how was the acting? How was the story? And if you get all three together, I mean, Bam. so this movie needed to marinate, man. I had left the theater. I think I gave like a B plus, A minus.
0: A minus. I remember A yeah,
1: minus. Yeah. Wow. And visually, it looks amazing. Dunning. Cinematography is amazing. It really? Same is.
0: cinematographer as Interstellar. So. Yeah. And it, kinda you goes can definitely kind of,
1: yeah, you kind of see those vibes. The score was awesome. It was kind of like a melancholy movie. Yes. You know?
0: Very moody.
1: And it just kind of got me in just this little chill mood. So that is kind of like the good. The bad, after it marinated, I saw some glaring issues. Okay. Now, I know there's a lot of physics, scientific issues with this movie. Sure. There's a lot of things that don't add up that happen, um, like using an explosion just to propel you forward to Earth.
0: I disagree and, with all. I, I keep going, keep going, but I disagree. Sure. So, so here's the thing. Normally, I
1: don't nitpick that stuff because it's a movie, it's sci-fi. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not here to be a rocket scientist and be like, no, that doesn't happen because I know a lot of people do that, and you know, fair game, they do that. My issue with this movie is it felt anticlimactic. You know. That's my yeah. opinion. The ending felt anticlimactic and just not a lot of personality in this movie. I thought it was going to be a little bit more jam-packed because that's what the trailers led it to. And it was just a little bit disappointing with some scenes. Like that scene was very suspenseful. You know which one I'm talking about.
0: There were a lot of scenes that were suspenseful.
1: Yeah, it was actually yeah. pretty suspenseful here and there. And it just great, felt like it
0: great, fell
1: yeah. flat. And we'll get into rev- uh, spoilers here. This is kind of like our non-spoiler review. Sorry, I'm taking up the conch, but I'm giving my grade. My final grade of this movie is a B-. minus. All
0: right, dude, we finally, we finally have reached a movie where we both disagree because I came out of this movie thinking, great story. I was extremely entertained, and the acting was superb. And what I realized is this movie, a lot of the trailer for this movie was misleading. It kind of led you to think this is an action movie. But what I loved was the narration behind it. You had this voiceover that was very Terrence Malick-esque, which Brad Pitt stars in a movie called The Tree of Life. It's from 2010, 2011, from Terrence Malick. And there's a lot of voiceover in that. And it adds such a great element to the movie of extra feeling and extra heart because this movie is a drama. It's a space drama. Yeah, And on the surface, it's about a man trying to go find his father that he believes is alive, and it's the year 2033. But what I realized was the underlying message and theme of this movie was what happens when we reject reality and what happens when we can come to grips and accept reality as it is. And so the two examples I'll give is Brad Pitt's dad is in space. He's this pioneer of NASA and space engineering as an astronaut. Everyone loves him, but he's become so absorbed with this reality that there's more out there. We have to keep going that it drives him mad. And it drives him to this point where he trusts no one. There's a scene in the movie where Brad Pitt extends his arm to his dad to, to help him. And his dad shudders and goes away from his arm real quick. It's like, this is his son. This is his own flesh and blood. And what I realized after was that was me thinking, okay, he's kind of rejected reality. He's never going to come to grips with it. He's never going to progress. But the movie is Brad Pitt coming to grips with reality of and accepting that his dad might not love him, that this job might not be the best option for him, and that there are more choices and there's more to life than just the acceptance of a father figure. You can have other people help you, and you can have other success that way. So those are my thoughts. I give it an A. I think it's fantastic. But what even more deeper for you? Did you not like?
1: Uh, okay, first and foremost, so many daddy issue movies.
0: <laughs> yep, that is, <laughs> that's that's the theme of today. Sorry, man, if, to if you friends. got
1: daddy issues, I'm sorry. You know,
0: this might hit a little close to home.
1: Yeah. So you know, I like that explanation, Keeks. I respect it. I do. I I thought that was uh, clearly stated, and like you said, man, you took notes i did it, i've
0: got two pages of notes that i brought in it just um, I, I just felt like down.
1: i was i was hoping more for you know a little et type moments and mm. we're gonna get into our spoiler so if you're planning on seeing this movie keeks and i are a little bit divided on this film this is the first one in a, since geez a while
0: yeah which is uh, good
1: good we need some friction
0: yes <laughs> so, I, what, what what did you think was wrong though like i i that's what
1: I, I want to understand. I just felt as if there were some suspenseful scenes, and there's a lot of unexplained, like who are the pirates? Why were they there? Why, why were they there? Okay, uh, it was like really brushed over. I mean, going to the moon on a commercial rocket, I thought was cool. That was fine, uh, but they have to go to Mars to send a message, and then he is just all of a sudden axed out of this mission, and then he like obviously boards on without permission and he's have to kill all the crew members and now he's flying solo. So yeah. it was just a little like, seriously as, and like I said, this movie marinated for me. I, there was just some story concepts that I thought were a little, and it's a movie, you know what I mean? Sure. But again, the visuals, the score was a phenomenal, the sound was great. I thought the acting was fine out of Brad Pitt. I don't know if he's going to get an astronaut for this. I could see it.
0: Oh, he will. Yeah, I I, I definitely will.
1: But there's just – wasn't a lot of personality in this movie. And like you said, it's a drama, which I understand. And that baboon scene, I mean, gosh. I was expecting like an alien. I was expecting like a symbiote. I was like, oh, are we getting another life?
0: (laughs) Venom crossover, baby. Let's go. Um (laughs) i'm going to I'm going address the point of the space pirates right now that you mentioned because it does feel a little out of place, but after I thought about it, the world now I thought the depiction of post you know of futuristic space, space on like what the is space travel exactly like the moon has become its own. Metropolis almost. You've got a huge, like, spaceport, airport. So you can assume, okay, there's probably cities because you have to have workers there. There are cities and groups of people, different nations living there. And that comes with politics, that comes with different groups of people living out there, self interest, you know. And that's where I felt that the space pirates, as it did feel a little weird, it made sense. Okay, they're out there trying to get gain, they're trying to take advantage of others. And what better? opportunity then to try and attack the ship of someone who's high ranking at the united states yeah lunar post
1: yeah and the guy that was helping him that was apparently uh, a business associate of his dad yeah. was his name sutherland
0: donald Let's sutherland see. yeah
1: yeah it just i mean died so quick okay yeah i mean yeah. what was his purpose did he just basically say hey like i'm here to Basically be a spy and make you send a message and see if you get contact and peace out, you know. So, again, I just felt like the story could have been more fleshed out. It could have been better. And Tommy Lee Jones, I knew right away he was just going to slip out and just peace out. Like he was just going to die. I just – that was super, super predictable. I saw that coming. And then what killed me, what I actually thought was kind of cool (laughs) – I was like let's go when he grabs the metal from the spacecraft and ju- is just flying through the moon I mean through the rocks of the atmosphere there and that was that was great through space you know what I as learned a shield. that Dude, was awesome
0: I, it's, it's so crazy Is like as I was watching it was like there's no way that happened and then I read I read up on it and actually the rocks that he was coming in contact with were much bigger than the debris that you would normally find going through one of those rings so a metal door would have Totally helped him. It'd be like if like pieces of hail were coming at you. Yeah, yeah. No, I I can. So yeah, it definitely worked. I think a lot of people kind of felt that. Basically, he has to destroy the ship that his dad was on to prevent further damage to the world. Those electric, you know, magnetic pulses. Yeah, which yeah, little little silly, but he has to use a nuclear bomb to do it. Yeah, and the nuclear explosion launches him back (laughs) to Earth. (laughs) Which, i love it
1: yeah so yeah and i mean there's some physics there's some scientific things wrong with it sure i'm not a, you know a rocket major by no means yeah I and I don't that's think a, it's
0: wrong i just think no, it's and like, it's a, I, we don't know it's you know?
1: a movie you know what i mean like get over yourself if that's if that's like your main issue whatever so i like i said b minus it could have been better uh this movie needed to marinate i'm glad it did and that's my final great there were some good things i liked about it, some you know glaring things as i just mentioned so we'll see and apparently the new space movie that's coming out lucy in the sky with john ham and natalie portman is just getting terrible reviews so oh i'm actually no. looking forward to seeing that
0: i haven't heard anything about that i i know there is a trailer but go, go check out the scores any- it's just it's awful oh no dude and, <laughs> and, those, and those are two
1: actors i really like
0: i found that john ham has been some stinkers lately yeah, yeah, he needs. I to don't be know open, what's going
1: on. As you yep. mentioned with uh, Christoph Waltz, some of these Christoph great Waltz, um, better projects.
0: Bass gosh, dude, call yep. us the sweet film agencies. <laughs> well,
1: well, I, I will say about Ryan Gosling and Leo DiCaprio, they they pick and choose, man. They they do it well,
0: dude. Leo hadn't been in a movie since The Revenant until yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but bring it back to Ad Astra. I give it an A. I think you guys should go see it. Keeping in mind, and not even keeping in mind, but like, feel the movie. Feel it out. Marinate. Let let what's thinking in. I think it was just a character piece on Brad Pitt's character. I think any other character involved was just purposefully two-dimensional.
1: Yeah, it was so a very bar- Really is-
0: neat to see. And what I loved was as soon as Brad Pitt gets back to Earth, you see the hand extend to him from just some random soldier. And Brad Pitt's just relief of, okay, I've faced my demons. I've accepted my reality. I'm here to move forward. And he willingly takes the hand of the soldier, gets out of the ship, and reunites with the woman that he had been with for a long time.
1: Liv Tyler with the greatest cameo ever. Love that. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, yeah, I'm back, baby. Cliff Booth, he is back. So I like it. Yeah, good take. So fun little fact, sweet little movie morsel on Brad Pitt. I was watching an interview Mm -hmm. leading up to Ad Ad Astra. Okay. And he talks about kind of his upbringing, about becoming you know a fan of movies. And when he was in the second grade, him and his family went to a drive-in movie and saw Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Ooh. And he actually spoiled this movie for me because I still have not seen it.
0: <laughs> it is on the it's, IMDb Top 250. It,
1: so it is. We'll get it's, to it. It's, it's coming up. And I've been meaning to see this movie. And he said at the end of the movie, as a, second, uh, as, a, as a kid in second grade, so he's roughly eight, nine years old, he was just crying. Like, he was, like, emotional. He just got emotionally attached to the characters. So, kind of a sweet sweet little, sweet little fact on the young Brad Pitt and his upbringing.
0: That's, that's a huge plus, too. If you can emotionally relate to people that, I mean, these characters don't exist. They, yeah. they did once, but it's still fictional takings on these characters. That's huge. Mm-hmm. And that's how I felt with Brad, and I think that's why Ad Astro worked for me is because I really, I felt for you feel for Brad Pitt's character, and you, it's so interesting to see him go on this journey. Yeah,
1: yeah. So man, a little 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 division, I like it. We'll take Love it. it. That's why you know we need sometimes we need more of that little disagreements. But I'm glad I'm glad you liked and it, enjoyed it. I think everybody should go see this movie because. It's kind of polarizing. A lot of reviews are positive. A lot of them are not. I think the audience score is forty-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. and the critic score is, I think, in the high eighties or maybe and low nineties.
0: It is. And on the other hand, Rambo's at like thirty-two percent from the critics, and like a, it's like a ninety-three from the audience. No. Yeah. Holy oh, they're polar gosh. opposites. <laughs> polar opposites. So. Who, who cares? It. Go see the movies. We're yeah. giving you our thoughts. Go see them and you know, tell us what you think. I, I think you'll love it. I think you'll really enjoy it.
1: So yeah, that that wraps up take fifty. You guys, we made it through fifty takes, and man, what a ride! What a fun ride, and what a fun, fun pod today, as always.
0: Exactly, it was. And as a reminder, go click on that link in the description right now. To boost us up in the ranker, get us in the, get us the first place. We would we'd love your support and go follow Sweet Film Talk, all one word in Instagram. We will include the link to that Instagram page in the description as well below. Just swipe your little finger up with the podcast still playing, and you'll see all that info. Oh, love
1: it! Great, takes. can't wait. All right, keeks, love you all. Have a great week. Go to the movies. Go stream. You know, take a take a load off. You worked hard. You you deserve it.
0: You, go treat yourself. We're we're gonna have our big streaming uh monthly special this week of our IMDB top two fifty. We're going through number two fifty to two forty-one and some to. other streaming that we've been doing. So we've yeah, got some got, great well, got, takes got, on everything. I gotta hit
1: the ground running, baby. Same dude. Let's Same. go. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, everybody. Stay sweet. Sweet sweet.